Well, today on Nation, the Window Cleaners Podcast, we're talking all about your future. What is it going to look like? What are we going to do? How do we change it? Do we stay the same? It doesn't matter. We all have a future. Either way, stay tuned to WCR Nation. What's up, everybody? Jersey here from windowcleaner.com, and you are here. What is up? Hey, if it's your first time here, have a look around. Hope you dig it. If you're listening on iTunes, there are a ton of episodes to catch up on. You have, I mean, three years of content. Go back, listen, binge, binge away. Tell me all about your binging. Um, It is the good kind of binging. So uh, let me know that. If you have, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube also, there's a ton of content there, video, and that's where the conversation is. So go ahead and talk below. More importantly, if you do all that, and you are one of the cool kids, certified cool kid. What's up? It is because of you, the certified cool kids, that I get to live a lavish lifestyle of wearing free t-shirts from uh, mechanic shops. Actually, uh, no, I do really appreciate it. If you guys want to have me as your rep, I would love nothing more. Takes no time at all to do. Super easy. It's like an awesome, super virtual high five, by the way. Uh, my number is 862-312-2026. That is a cell phone. So text me. Be like, yo, Jersey, your show sucks, but I have everything in my cart. Go ahead and put that through. Uh, no, I really appreciate it. By the way, I know you guys hate long intros, but um, I appreciate you guys so, so, so much. I mean, there's some of you that have been ordering from me for years. You only will order through me. Uh, it really, really does mean the world to me, guys. I, I you know, One of the reasons I do this is, is to... Uh, help advance people, um, but uh, I really appreciate you guys to take the time to kind of uh, pay back for the show. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, 862-312-2026 is my number. But today, we're talking about your future. How do I know what your future looks like? I don't. I'm just a dude with a microphone and a new sticker which, uh, don't mind the, uh, uh, real name on there. Huh? That's pretty cool. That's coming out. It is actually going to be, uh, equipment wraps, um, for your gear. Super awesome. Anyway, there you go. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. Um, if you're listening, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway, your future. 2020 sucked. Like, let's, beyond, like, we had some of the biggest months ever kind of thing, which I know a lot of you coming out of the crap shoot that was uh like March, April, had some amazing months. That's awesome. Like we deserve that after all the crap that's gone through. But the year as a whole sucked. This fall there were no social cues. And for all of you who don't think that's a thing, that's why your fall hasn't really just like boom light switch. There was no school starting. Most schools are out. There was no people getting done with vacations in the summer because people weren't taking vacations. There wasn't that huge kind of, you know, big party on on the last uh, holiday of the year. kind of. There was none of that. There was no social cues. So fall has turned into kind of another suck fest. Hasn't been bad for most of you. I talk to you guys, obviously, daily. That's all I do. Uh, and most of you are saying that uh, it's been pretty good. Some of you are still rocking and rolling like crazy, which is awesome. High five because you are amazing. But some of you are like, yeah, it's it's just not fall. And if you're new in window cleaning, 
or newer. Fall is second to spring. It is the, it's close. Our fall was almost as big as our spring every year when I was in Wisconsin. That's saying something. And this year has kind of been blasé. I'm ready. I'm ready for 2021. I'm going to tell you, there's no kind of party like there's going to be for New Year's this year. I mean, people are going to be so excited just to get over 2020. And uh, hindsight is 2020. So <laughs> next year, we're going to talk about how much it sucked. Anyway, all puns aside, this year sucked. But what's going to happen in your future? Like, what does your company look like? What is it going to be next year? What is it going to be next month for that matter? Well, there's some certain things that are going to dictate what happens. And I'm not going to go polit- political. Political. I'm not going to go political. <laughs> uh, you guys are all small business owners. So I, I imagine I know who uh, you want to win. But I'm not even going to say that because you know what? Then it just starts a big conflict. Um, anyway, politics, not specific have a huge thing to play into this. Remember, not only did this year suck, had COVID come, we didn't know what was going on, the world shut down for months. In fact, some of you are still shut down. By the way, uh, Boston area, man, I sure do uh, send you know my love that way because Boston is still sucking. They're just hardcore. I got a guy who's like 63 or 68% of his storefronts have closed. Like, I love data, and uh, the data's sad. But there's still some of us who are just, like, not doing anything. They're just not having an awesome fall. So, like, why is that? Well, a lot of it has to do with uncertainty. Uncertainty was the reason that this crash and the suckness all happened anyway. It's not that people lost their job. Yes, some people didn't have money in their account, but remember, we're a luxury. We're not really catering to people who don't have disposable income. The big thing that it was, was, I don't know if was, was, was a word (laughs) either way. But, um, the big thing that it was, was that there was uncertainty. The world shut down and people went, I don't know what's going to happen. When am I ever going to have a job back? Like, what is this going to look like? Are there going to be zombies? Do I get to start a life living off of the land, fighting zombies with sticks? People didn't know. So it was the uncertainty that screwed everything up. Because people want to be certain. Like when you actually get a sale, it's because they're certain they want to go with you. Every now and then you definitely do get um, some um, uh buyer's remorse, that type of thing. But for the most part, that's not really what it is. It's not really people being uncertain after the sale. They're certain of the sale. They're certain of the sale. They're certain that they're getting a good value. They're certain they're getting the money's worth, not certain on the price. That's not a thing. It's if you're getting a value for the money, if it's worth that, they're certain on you. They have to like you. If somebody does not like you, they're not going to buy from you, right? They have to be certain. A sale is made when you're certain that what you're selling is worth what you're selling it for and that it makes sense for you to sell it. I'm not going to sell a window cleaning an entire house for a dollar. I'm not certain that that's a good price. I'm not going to sell it there. Right? And they have to be certain to buy it. Uncertainty is what all this crap show happens. And now listen, the other side of this on the politics is that this is an election year. And if you don't think that everything has tailored to the election year, you're full of it. It shows every single year, no matter what's going on, 
yeah, the ads suck. Like, I don't want to watch any more people bashing. Did you know that Harper Jones has not thrown their garbage in the recycling bin, but in the receptacle? Like, it's just a waste of time. But it creates a panic in people because they don't know what's going on. There's so much negativity around elections. Elections are not a positive thing, ever. They're a negative thing, and it creates uncertainty. Even if people are like, I, I've had this too, and I've said, you know, it's a stock market, uh, it's politics that create all that, and people go, well, not all of my people have stocks. Like, I don't have stocks, so it doesn't matter. Like, it's a stock market, it doesn't matter to me. You have not done research in how economics work, because the stock market is how everything works. It's the economy. Even if you don't have any t- ties to the stock market, you have ties to the stock market. Because here's the thing, if reports come out that XYZ company is laid off a thousand people because they didn't hit their earnings, well, guess what? XYZ company just panicked. Everybody's panicked like, whoa, they didn't hit earnings. They just laid a thousand people. Did you hear they laid a thousand people off? Now people are assuming, well, what are they going to lay off people at our place? It is this huge thing where economics is tied to. When you hear about the Dow or the NASDAQ or all those things going up and you're like, I don't care. You do. Because when all that goes up, the economy is doing well. When everything crashed back in March, the economy tanked, right? We knew that. Even if you don't own stocks, it tanked. The people who do own stocks, the people who necessarily don't own stocks, all still were tethered off of that. The economy crashed. Oh, man, the economy's crashed. Well, guess what? It's recovered this quick. Never in history has it recovered that quick, an instant. It's crazy. But without that being said is that now that the NASDAQ has gone, it's raising, it's the highest it's been since February. It's but People then are like, okay, the market is back. We're economy is doing good. We can spend, right? Because the uncertainty isn't there. If XYZ lays off a thousand people, I'm uncertain if I'm going to have a job. I'm uncertain if my company is losing money. I'm uncertain if, you know, my wife has a job or if they're going to cancel our pension or our insurance or what are they going to do? What does this look like? Are they going to be sold? What uncertainty is the reason all of this happens. So if you don't tie yourself to the stock market or the economy, you're doing yourself a disservice. But I digress. By the way, economics with Jersey. I'm sorry. There should be like a textbook for that. I'm starting to get a uh, sore throat, so I'm drinking water. I apologize. Um, But with that uncertainty, there's a lot of things that do come. And we're talking about how does your business fit through this. A lot of us, everybody who's watching this, listen to me very carefully. You're going to make it through winter. You're going to make it this year. You're doing the research right now. You're not going to let yourself fail. I have a harsh truth for you right now. By the way, my email is jersey at windowcleaner.com. If you want to take dumps on me through email after this, you certainly can. I always appreciate the uh, comments, but here's the truth of the matter. 99.99% of the businesses that fail is the, the, the product of the owner. The owner is the reason the business failed. What? You're a, a butthole. You're a donkey hole, Jersey. I can't believe you said that. Here's why. All of you who are out there and you're watching, you're listening, you're educating yourself, you're being smarter and better than you were yesterday. Your business will not fail. Why? You won't let it fail. The economy crashed and you didn't let it fail, right? 
The reason is, is because you're smart with your money. You have hustle and drive in your blood that you cannot get rid of. The whole economy collapses. The world is shut down. You are still out there figuring things out. What are we going to do? How are we going to change this? What do we got to do? How do I advertise? Boom. I always say, work eight hours a day, even if you don't have eight hours of work to do. Find work. What if you have no window cleaning gigs today? Sell for eight hours. What? That would suck. Yeah. But guess what? The other guys are doing that. The people with drive and fire in their heart are doing that. And that's why they're not failing. It's why they're not failing. You're watching this. You're bettering yourself. You're being smarter today than you were yesterday. Learn, rinse, repeat. You're doing it. You're going to be okay. Now, with that being said, there's a lot of things that change because there's people in your industry that do not care or are not smart as uh, as smart as you and they're not as driven as you. Fair assumption. I don't ever want to see anybody fail. I don't ever want to see anybody close their doors, but there are guys out there who do this for beer money. You know that. The Bucket Bobs are out there. I have people in my area that are just like, they're just doing it enough, right? They're just doing enough that they can pay their bills and kind of have some money. They're not, this isn't a thing for them. When the economy crashes and all of a sudden they can't get that little bit of money they were getting, they close. They don't know what else to do. They go get a job for somebody else. It's safe. It's guaranteed. What that means to you is now there's going to be a lot less competition. The market share has changed. You now have more market share because they left. But with that same thing being said, when somebody got let go of their job, and by the way, if you still think everybody's back, I have, my dad is in graphics. He makes uh, exhibit booths for giant, giant shows, you know, Pfizer and those like big, big companies. And uh, he's still not working. He hasn't worked since uh, May, March, March. Hasn't worked since March. And he's not going to work again until next year because they closed all the trade shows. If you knew that, because uh, the huge convention did not happen this way this year in Atlanta, Uh, they closed trade shows. Well, they make booths for trade shows. Nobody's putting that money back in the trade shows because they don't know when the next trade show is going to be. These guys are spending millions of dollars on booths. They're not spending that money on the booths right now because they don't know the shows are for sure going to exist. If you guys knew, I was, I was dead set, dead for sure. I was so sure that we were going to have the convention in August. So sure. I had a plane ticket. I had the hotel everything. And then they were like, Oh yeah, no, nah, we're not going to be able to let you do that. We got kicked out by the, the city of Atlanta. Well, kind of the city talked to the uh, hotel who then talked to us. But with all that being said, we got kicked out and I would have never thought, but we also didn't spend a million and a half dollars on a trade show booth. So for us, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it sucked, but you know what I'm saying. But there's still people out of work. There's still industries that have closed. There's still industries that are doing nothing. Ours is not one of those. So now your market share is going to be higher. But if those people are out of work, they're going to look for something low cost, easy, and quick to get into. They're going to look towards window cleaning. A lot of us got into window cleaning in the first place because, hey, it's easy. I could buy some gear. $100 later, I'm a window cleaner. Boom. Now all of a sudden, I'm a new bucket bob. Now, maybe they find out that they can make themselves a lot of money. Our hourly's great. The freedom's great. Maybe they love the industry. Maybe you're one of those people that got laid off and now you're like, ah, oh, man, 
I'm going to make something of this. That's awesome. Understand that if somebody goes out of business, there more than likely is going to be another person coming in. So we have market share for a minute. And then now that person who was established that went out is now being refilled by somebody who's new. If you're new, that gives you the world of advantage to come in, be fresh, be new in the industry, get yourself out there, sell all you can. Because even the people who are still existing that are been in business for a while, they may not be pushing right now because they may just be sitting back. This is what 2021 is going to look like. How hard are you going to push that? Coming into winter, there are a lot of companies who aren't going to make it through winter. Again, none of you, I'm telling you, you're learning. You're not going to let that happen. But there are window cleaning companies who are just straggling now. Fall sucks. They don't make it through winter. Market share opens up. New guys come in. Now, instead of competing against a company who's been in business for 10 years, you're competing against a guy who's been in business for 10 days. So your market share in experience has gone up if you're experienced. If you're brand new, your market share is being created by yourself. There's a lot out there. Just think, if every single window cleaning company just shut their doors for whatever reason, and you were the only one left, your market share would be 100%. Everybody who needed windows would come to you, right? It's the same thing. You got 20 businesses in your area, and all of a sudden you got 10 businesses, your market share goes up, meaning they're going to be calling. The same amount of people need work. There's never, ever been a time that I can remember. Now, I started, I've been window cleaning. I've had a window cleaning company for 15 years. So I went through the 2008 fun and all that stuff, but there's never been a time like there is this winter to do sales. This is why all those route guys who can't do routes because they're closed, all the new businesses who are taking up the locations that left, they don't have a window cleaner. I, like I said, 68% of one of my customers, uh, their route jobs, they lost 68% of their route jobs. They lost and like 40 something percent of those stores closed for good. 40%, 40% are going to be new businesses coming through this year. When everything comes, there's going to be landlords that have uh, cheap properties are trying to get back on the market so they can make some money. There's going to be companies and grants given by the government to start businesses. There's going to be nothing but open locations and areas, cheap rent. You're talking about uh, cities are going to uh, give um, uh, discounts and, and benefits and things like that to new businesses coming in because they need to get it all back up. It's never been a better time to start a business now. With that being said, it's never been a better time to sell window cleaning. It just hasn't. I'm talking route, of course, on a lot of this. Residential, the same thing where people have kind of you know stopped. We're going to hold off. We're not going to do a spring uh, last year, you know, maybe they're not doing a fall this year. It just didn't come in. Now they're hungry for spring. Their window cleaner went out. They're going to call you. The big thing about tragedy and sadness and things that, uh, when things get tough, what is it? When tough, when it gets tough, the tough gets going, whatever the dumb saying is. That's the thing. A lot of people are going to close their doors, which allows the time to come in. So what does your future look like? What does competition look like? You're going to instantly have more market share if you take it. If you take it. The big thing about businesses, and all of us go through this, there's burnout. And the burnout's there because we get beat up more than any any other industry. Being self-employed, you don't get beat up like that if you work an office job for someone. You don't get beat up like that if you're a warehouse guy. 
or you work for anybody, right? They take the burden. We make the big bucks because we take the burden of getting beat up. So a lot of us come into this and like, dude, I don't know how much more of this I can take. The sucky part is you have to, you have to take more. You have to get your business back up to where it was. You have to take market share. You have to push yourself through that. That's where this new thing is. That's where your future is going to look. If we're still in this, you're going to be bigger than you were. Now you'll be bigger after spring is done, I'm telling you. But you have to push through that. I've seen a lot of guys talking about pricing. And they say, well, you know, the market has crashed, the blah, blah, blah. And um, we just we have this big sale. I've seen it in other window cleaning suppliers. Like they're losing maybe uh, market share or they're losing and they're just having these giant sales all the time. You didn't lose window cleaning customers because you're too expensive. You didn't. You lost it because of the economy. That's like saying, well, my car ran out of gas, so I put more oil in it. Uh, you can't fix a problem with a solution that wasn't the problem, right? So right now, going, hey, I'm going to do this job for $99 instead of $199. 50% off sale. That does not get people to buy. That does not get people to buy. They're buying is based off of the uncertainty. You don't make them certain by giving them a discount. So don't do that. Keep your prices the same and raise your prices like normal. You normally should be raising your prices every year. Again, send me your angry complaints and tell me how I'm wrong or put it in the comments on YouTube. By the way, thumbs up the video if you're watching still. Uh, thumbs up and comments help our videos go farther and I would love more people to see them. Uh, but all of that doesn't fix the problem of uncertainty. So don't change your pricing. Don't do crazy sales. If somebody's uncertain why they want you, make them certain why do they want you. We talk about this all the time. But the why somebody buys from you is the why they buy from you. A bad economy, a good economy, when they're a little low on money, when they got tons of money. It's the same reason they buy from you. Why? Do they like you? Do they like your guarantees? Are you running seven-day rain guarantees, 10-day rain? What are you doing? Why do they like you? That's the big thing. How do people like you? Why are they buying from you? Why do they choose you over Bob at the same price, the same service? Why? That's what you're selling on now. That's what you're selling on here going through the year. Now, storefronts, winter is always the best time to sell. Residential, do not sell in the winter. No matter what's going on, be ready for it. Do trickle ads like free um, advertisements like Craigslist and things like that to kind of catch some other people. But if you're getting ready for this spring boom when everybody's like, all right, last year sucked, let's do it. We got to make up for lost time. Build your websites. Build your websites out. Get your print ready. All those things that you need to do have to be ready then by spring. Get your print ready. We do printing, by the way. Windowcleaner.com forward slash printing. Or let me put your printing in because that would be amazing. But we do printing. So get all that stuff ready for the surge that's coming. But that's where your future is. I see a lot of people that are changing services too. They're adding like fogging and they're doing more of that. And listen, we have to pivot, right? We have to pivot. But we don't necessarily have to change everything about our companies. We just have to then change 
where we're going in the direction. So don't go and drop everything. Don't run to the wayside. Don't flee the hills because things are getting rough. Get your, your boots on and push harder. That's how this all works. Now, by the way, if you're doing fogging, that's cool. Like, I know a lot of guys that are doing fogging now. But the th big thing is, is that fogging isn't, in my opinion, and I'm a, just some dummy who sits in front of a backdrop, but I don't think that um, fogging is going to be around for the long haul. Right now, people are panicking. Right now, people have to do something. But after this election, you're not going to hear any more COVID stuff. It's going to be done. Oh, everything's good. 2021, is, COVID's uh, under control, right? When that all happens, the fogging, people are going to slowly stop doing fogging. It's just like mask sales. If you're in mask sales, guess what? You're going to have a huge hit very, very shortly. All those masks now, there's companies holding, you know, tens of millions of masks in warehouses because they're slowly getting them out there. Those are going to sit there for years because eventually people are going to be like, oh, well, we're done with that. I don't need to wear a mask. I'll never buy a mask again, right? So you have to plan for the future. Don't change everything about yourself to tailor what's going on now. You cannot do that. If you do window cleaning, I know companies actually that... that made window cleaning stuff that now just make foggers what guess what in six months from now you want to have a business just like six months ago well not six months ago we'll say a year ago nobody was buying foggers that was so very 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 sporadic don't jump on a trend that is just a fad that's kind of the big thing about this don't run into another job don't start doing lawn care to make up for the other thing and then get rid of your window cleaning. If you're going to do something else, do it as a uh, kind of a filler, right? We're pivoting. We're kind of getting what we need to. But don't do that. Don't put all your eggs in that basket because that basket won't be there. It just won't. A trend in the market or a trend in the industry will continue to go. But a fad won't. That's the big thing. A fad won't. And I think it's going to be a fad, unfortunately. A lot of this. We're not as clean of a society as people want us to be when something like this happens, right? Well, signs everywhere, wash your hands. When was the last time you saw a sign like that? You don't even read the signs. None of us read the signs. They're all this up. We know what they say, right? Being used to something creates uh, not noticing it. That's a sloppy way to say that. But you know what I'm saying, man? Anyway, so that's your future. I hope your futures are awesome. I really do. I hope that you guys are doing uh, amazingly. In the comments of a YouTube video, go ahead and tell me what's up. If you're listening to this on any podcast platform, take a second and uh, write a review. That uh, really means a lot. Thank you for everybody who does. More importantly, buy your supplies through me. My number again, 862-312-2026 and... I want to give some shout-outs. I had them written down and forgot about them this, earlier in the show. Nathan Shantler, what's up, man? Jeremy Pummel, what's going on? Uh, Christian James, and of course, Freddie, the man, what's up? You guys are awesome. A lot of you who buy, too. I just pick random names, so I apologize. Uh, I know people uh, say, man, I've been buying you for years, and you never give me shout-outs. Sorry. They're random, I swear. But let me put your order in. That's how I make my cheddar and live my lavish lifestyle. So do definitely let me do that. And another thing, 
if you guys are wanting to do these wrap things, these are so cool. I'm gonna do try to do a video on them. Um, they're really, really cool, but uh, keep it in mind. Nobody else knows about that except for you who are watching the uh, Nation episode right now, so pretty cool. It's just a giant sticker you put on your equipment with your own logo, your own information. It's pretty cool. But anyway, again, 862-312-2026 is my number. Uh, go out there and don't change your future. Just make sure that it's awesome. Uh, make sure you're going in the right direction. Uh, the right direction hang in there hopefully everything will be done uh but more importantly until next week go out there and be epic